0: coming up. I mean, there's nothing to top it. This is kind of the the dream case, I guess. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. In our minds, from the get-go, this is a homicide, because she didn't wrap herself up in a tarp and, and tie her up. So she was killed. We don't quite know how because it's just bones. Police in Oregon have made an arrest after human remains found over two decades ago were just recently identified. I'm joined by Mike Benner, a reporter at KGW in Portland, Oregon. Mike, take us back to September 1996 when these remains were first discovered.
1: So it was early September 1996. We understand that a father and son were out bird hunting. It may have been the first day of bird hunting season and they were in Polk County, Oregon. Uh, Polk County, uh, the county seat is Dayton, Oregon, just outside of Salem, which is about 45 minutes to an hour south-southwest of the Portland area. And anyhow, uh, this father and son were out uh, bird hunting, and they stumbled across these remains. Um, As you can imagine, they called it in uh, fairly quickly. They actually had to get out of this rural part of the state just to make the call. Keep in mind, this is 1996. But um, investigators were on scene as quickly as possible. Um, they knew that, that these remains uh, were a woman, um, but uh, they did not know um, how she died. They, they figured homicidal violence because of the way the, the remains were found. But uh, that's all they knew. And they would go on to spend years trying to identify her.
0: So they had uh, the very basic information that this was a woman uh she was wrapped in a tarp so it didn't seem like she had necessarily died of natural causes there was evidence that something nefarious had taken place but it took a long time uh decades for anything to get to the point of being able to identify these remains right
1: Yeah so after the remains after the remains were found um investigators you know did a number of things they used all the tools that they could to try to identify Uh, this woman, sketches, CT scans, 3D imaging, sculptures, you name it. Um, But uh, those efforts were fruitless. The case went cold um, until about 2019. And that is when somebody with the Polk County Sheriff's Office suggested, uh, you know, enlisting the help of this woman by the name of Yolanda McCleary. And again, this woman, uh, a retired Las Vegas Metro PD investigator, um, at this point in time, she was working on her own show, which basically helped identify remains, track down killers, um, that sort of thing. Uh, she offered to kind of uh, showcase this um, this case, if you will, uh, on her show. And uh, this woman, Yolanda McClary, uh, worked with genealogists, and over the course of about ten months, Yolanda McClary, with the help of these genealogists, used a DNA profile developed from the remains to come up with a positive ID of uh kathy thomas
0: at the same time uh and, and detectives and i guess they would all eventually learn that i believe it was the daughter right of kathy thomas had spent much of her life uh at least the past decade or or more looking for her mother right
1: right and and they didn't and of course investigators didn't really know this until after you know the remains were identified as those of of kathy um, but, uh, you know, in the months that followed this positive I.D., they eventually, uh, you know, using the tools that investigators have, uh, get connected with a woman by the name of Candace Thomas, uh, who lives in Oklahoma. And her story sort of goes like this. She she was born in southern Oregon um, about uh, 46 years ago now. Uh, I think she's coming up on her 47th birthday and. Um, and uh, soon after birth, she went to Oklahoma with her mom, uh, who by this point we know is Kathy Thomas. But for, uh, you know, varying circumstances, uh, the state took custody of Candace and her siblings. And that was the last that this uh, woman, Candace, uh, ever knew of her mom. In fact, she doesn't really have any memories of her mom. Her, her first memories are really in the foster care system. Of Oklahoma, so um, as you might imagine, as as Candice uh, grew, you know, into a teenager and a young woman, she starts trying to track down her mom, uh, but uh, but to no avail. And eventually, her phone rings, and it's uh, investigators in Polk County, Oregon, with some news that really just uh, just you know took her by surprise, as an understatement. I love my adopted family and it, great family. But when you're adopted, you always feel like something's missing. So you, you do spend your entire life searching. And that's literally what I've done. All this has is, is helped alleviate the inner battle within me.
0: And then the next big question is, well, what happened to Kathy Thomas?
1: Um, And we don't know a whole lot about that. So, what I can tell you is, obviously, she she died of homicidal violence, and um, they tracked down uh, who they believe is the killer, and who has since um, been indicted and uh, who has since made his first court appearance in the last few weeks. His name is Brian Clifton, and he is um, one of her, uh, former husbands, one of Kathy's former husbands and and not the father of her children, uh, for the record. But, uh, anyhow, um, they believe, and, and again, investigators will not tell us how, uh, Kathy, uh, Thomas was killed. And and that's partly because that, you know, this case still has to go through the system. Um, but they believe she was killed, um, so that Brian could be with another woman.
0: Did they tell you anything else about how they were able to track this crime to him?
1: Not a whole lot. I think they obviously, uh, from what I gather, uh, you know, would question uh, someone she was married to at the time. Um, and he was not in Oregon anymore, and they did not share what state he was in. I actually think he was pretty close to Oklahoma, if not in that state, but I- I'm not certain. But I think they interviewed him um, several times, and things just did not add up. And um They got some other evidence that they're not sharing with us, and and I think that's what uh, how that that whole part of this story ended. I think what's interesting uh, to pass along to your listeners is that if this guy, Brian Clifton, is ultimately convicted of killing Kathy Thomas, it'll be the second time he's been convicted of such a crime, Um, I can share that. In the early 70s, I believe it was 1973, Ryan was convicted of killing a motel clerk, uh, strangling her to death in the Portland area uh, during a botched robbery. Um, he was sentenced uh, to prison time, but for whatever reasons, he paroled pretty quickly, um, spending less than a decade behind bars, and it was shortly after getting out of prison that he met Kathy Thomas and here we are today I know my mom wasn't perfect I know that she had her fair share of issues like everybody else um she didn't deserve that I don't wish anything bad for him but I also don't want him back on the street one of the things that impressed me the most about this this whole case is Candace Thomas and her grace um throughout uh this whole thing, you know, I saw some clips of when she appeared on that show, you know, that featured her mom's case that really helped, you know, uh, catapult it to this this sort of uh, point that we're at. But um, also in just my conversations with her through social media and our our interview uh, that, of course, happened virtually through Zoom, um, just a very uh, kind, sweet woman um, who has been through a lot. I mean, I just cannot imagine uh, her life, you know, losing her mom at such an early age, looking for her, um, none of that working out, and then finally getting a call that this happened, and uh, you know, throughout this whole thing, she just uh, was very uh, respectful. She showed a lot of grace, um, decency, and uh, you know, I'm I'm thrilled for her that that she has this closure. I actually asked her. I said, "Is this one of those things where you would rather just not know and still be searching?" And she said you know, she thought that was a good question, but she said, no, I, you know, she, uh, is, how do I say this? Relieved, uh, to, you know, have this sort of closure. And she says that she has found some peace and another side, you know, parts of this whole thing is she's actually gotten fairly close to, uh, one of the lead detectives here in, uh, Polk County, Oregon. And, and they, keep in touch regularly and uh, detective john williams says that uh, you know she is probably one of the people that once he is retired he'll still keep in touch with uh,
0: you know after all 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 is said and done all right our thanks to mike benner at kgw in portland oregon thanks for listening to the daily crime we're here every weekday monday through friday with new episodes be sure to let your friends and family know about the daily crime we'll see you next time for vault studios I'm will johnson